I do extra, just want to extend an extra warm welcome uh, to you all today, especially those that maybe it's your first time back at church, uh, back in the building since 2020. Maybe you're, it's your first time in the church ever. Maybe you are visiting. Maybe you're, you're looking for a church or maybe you've been watching online and we've been finding this year people that have been watching online throughout 2020 are now turning up face-to-face. So if that's you, I want to extend an extra warm welcome to you and say, you know, Thank you for coming. We'd love to get to know you after the service. Today's message is about reconnecting, reconnecting with one another as a church as we start off the year because we do this together. We do life, we do faith, we do ministry, but also reconnecting with God. A little bit of participation. Hands up if you ever did Christian camps growing up. Yeah, it was interesting. It was about half of that at the nine o'clock service. Christian camps, for, for so many, were, were such a, an incredible experience, good and bad. My first memory of a Christian camp was somebody stole my teddy bear, and they were throwing it over me and wouldn't let me get it, and I vowed never to do a camp again. I was about five or six at the time, and I hated camps. I then went on to do camps for most of my life, up until we went to Sydney. I still do camps, but... Um, that was sort of the end of that season for us. And there was something about doing camps that, that it could be six months apart, depends how often you did a camp, or maybe 12 months apart, or even two years, or three years apart. There was something about that first day when you turn back up to camp and you see somebody who you know. Instantly there's a reconnection, as it's if no time had, had passed. <laughs> Excuse me. You reconnected instantly. You reconnected because if it was a camper, you reconnected because the, the purpose for that camper being there was to get to know who God was. If it was a leader, you connected because you were serving your Lord and Savior together. There was something in that connection that unified you. My prayer this morning is that you would feel a connection in this place or even online where you know that you have something in common that we are together in this thing called life. Today's message, while it's about reconnecting, it has a title, and you can call it ironic if you like, but the message title is called Masks. I was pretty confident that we weren't going to be wearing masks for this message when I wrote it, but it just turns out that today's message is called Masks. And as I look out, that's what we see you see, currently we wear masks because it's, it's a protection thing. It's to protect us and protect others. The idea of a mask is you, you, you cover your face because it, it protects us from catching things, but it also protects others from us spreading things. And so, masks. But we all have other masks that we wear, and maybe not be over our face, but maybe it's over our heart. Because there's something that we're trying to protect, something that somebody said or done that hurt you, and so you put a mask, a wall, a barrier over your heart so it doesn't get hurt anymore. Or maybe because of your upbringing, you're afraid of what you're going to say, you're afraid of, of what you might blurt out and hurt someone or be, or be misinterpreted, so you put a mask on the way that you act, the way that you speak, the way that you portray. Now, all these things when we cover them up, mean that we don't connect like we should. Today we wanted to talk about how do we remove the masks 
over our heart in order to reconnect with one another, but also reconnect with God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray as we, we open up your word that we would reconnect with one another, but more importantly, we would reconnect with you. May you remove the masks of our heart and our spirit so that we may become alive in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, I'd encourage you to open to the book of Exodus. We've got an Old Testament and New Testament passage today. Exodus chapter 34. Exodus chapter 34 and starting in verse 33. And it says this, When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. Moses put a mask on. He put something, but it was a pretty extreme mask. It wasn't just over his mouth. It was over his entire face. <coughs> Excuse me. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out, he told the Israelites what had been commanded. They saw his face was radiant. And then Moses put the veil back over his face until he went back to speak with the Lord. What's happening in this passage is this. We see that, that Moses is, is like we heard in, over communion, was spending time with God. He would head away from, from where God's people would, and he would head up the mountain, and he would find the mountain, and he would get up on the mountain where he would spend time with God. And because he's with God in that space, he was with God's presence, and God's presence would just penetrate everything that he was to the point where he would start to, to radiate light. He, he would shine, like from his face would beam out light. They'd see him coming down the hill. There's this giant light at nighttime coming down. There's Moses because he's with the presence of God and God's glory would shine through. And so Moses would come down from the mountain to the people and come to the people and start speaking out and, and they would see that his face is shining and go, I'm going to listen to that. Wow. And he would share what God had placed on his heart. But because he's not with God anymore, because he's left the presence of God, this incredible mountaintop experience, what would start to happen is his, that the radiance of his face would start to return to normal. And so that he would hide the, the fact that his face was returning to normal, he would put a veil, a mask, over his face. <coughs> Excuse me. Now we turn to the New Testament, 2 Corinthians and chapter 3, starting in verse 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, starting in verse 12, it says this, Therefore, since we have such hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses who would put a veil over his face to present to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing. What was passing was the radiance of God, the, the glow, to, to stop them from seeing that. But in their minds they were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. 
But when everyone, whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, who with unlevied, unlevied faces, unrev- un- <laughs> I'll get it right soon, <laughs> unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory and are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is spirit. What do we see? Firstly, we see Moses comes off the mountaintop and we see him glowing. And so what he does is he puts a mask on for two reasons. He puts a mask on to say he shares what God had said. People hear it, but they don't want... He's worried that if they see that the, the, the radiance of God fades, that the message's power will fade. And so he covers himself to protect the others from seeing it fade, but also to protect himself as God's ambassador. They may not listen to me if they see that the radiance is fading. So I will protect myself. I will protect others. I will put on the mask. What we see in the New Testament is this. God no longer is on the mountain. God sends his son to earth to show us how to live. Jesus dies and raises again and sends the spirit, a spirit of freedom. And the spirit comes and dwells within us. Why would we cover that? And it says here that the the ever-increasing glory, the more time Moses spent with God, the, the more radiant he got, When God is in us, the more radiant we become. Don't cover it up. You don't take a light and put a bowl over it. You reveal it for all to see. As we be transformed into his image, the more we're transformed, the more the light shines through. The way that we become more like him because God is spirit. (coughs) Excuse me again. The idea of being unmasked help us connect with God. It removes the barrier between us and God, but it also removes the barrier between us and others. I want to get practical for a moment of what it looks like to remove the the veil, the mask between us and others. There was a number of years ago when I was ministering in Sydney where I was pretty new to preaching and you know, I had something covering my heart because it was really personal. I didn't really want to share it because that's exposing my heart. So, so you, you keep it covered and you keep it to yourself and especially don't speak it out in public. That's a, that's a dangerous thing to do. But it fitted the time and the culture and the message that was being shared. And so I, I shared with the church that, that Yvette and I had, had lost a baby. We had a miscarriage early on in our, our marriage. And, and I felt exposed because the mask is gone. I felt like, I, I don't know what, how that's going to be received. You know, that, that's on me or, or what they're going to say back to me. I'm talking about my family. So this is a, an exposed nerve, something that's so close to me. But, but here it is. I removed a veil, removed a mask. What we found then was in what was a, a healthy church, but nowhere near the size of York Street, But in a healthy church, it wasn't one or two people that started to come up. It was 10 or 20 or 30 people over the course of of time that started to come up to a vet myself and said, I know what it's like. I lost one too. I lost multiple children. All of a sudden, 
There was a spirit of freedom that was revealed because a mask had been taken off. Something had been shared for in, the, in the right spirit and for the right reasons that had been shared that people now had permission to start to share. And there were some older members of that congregation that felt that they could finally share something that they had been hanging on to their entire life because they grew up in a time where you don't t- speak about that. And they were living captive under a veil, something that was so important to themselves, which was now brought into the light, and they were set free. Now, when you're set free, you don't stay there, you move. A burden had been released because they had removed a mask. There was a reconnection that took place because a mask had been taken off, and they could have honest conversations with somebody. For guys, we, we, we also need to to remove some masks, but sometimes we need some help because emotions often don't flow as easy when we're we're talking to one another. And there was a a moment that I was witness to in a previous uh, ministry where we had a bunch of guys and we wanted to unmask some of the barriers they have between them and their kids some of the the language to share and express how much we love our children. And so what we did one day is we had blokes, fathers, but also fatherly figures, so there were single mums and there were grandparents, anybody that played that role model into the life of a child, were invited to take a little card and write their spiritual hopes and dreams for their children. And they could be deep or Whatever, you could write whatever you wanted. What do you want for your kids when it comes to their relationship with God? What do you want for your kids when it comes to their lifestyle when they grow up? Who they're going to be? And, and we had all these blokes and, and, and people write down all these things on this little card. Then after the service, what we'd done is we'd purchased empty teddy bears. So they're like teddy bears without the stuffing in them. And every child got a teddy bear. Now, what they had to do after the service is take this card with their hopes and dreams, place it inside the teddy bear, and then with the child, they would stuff the teddy bear with all of the the stuffing. Now, what we saw took place is all of a sudden, there is a language that has been articulated that can, can now take place. Guys could then, a barrier was removed of language, a barrier that was put into a physical form where guys could finally do something spiritually for their kids that they hadn't been able to do before. And I would say, after the service, it was like Boxing Day. It was insane. There's almost fights going over which teddy bear they're going to grab for their kids. There's stuffing flying through the air everywhere as dads are are empowered to stuff their hopes and dreams into these teddy bears for their kids. And the teddy bears are like, you know, so just bursting, eyes are bulging out as the passion goes into these teddy bears. Because what took place then was the teddy bears were to go home with the kids. And the kids then at nighttime would hang on to their father's hopes and dreams as they went to sleep. And as fathers came and said goodnight to their children, they would see that teddy bear and be reminded every night to pray a prayer of blessing over their children of what their spiritual hopes and dreams would be. And a mask is removed, and a connection is made not only with their kids, but also with their God. We need to take off the veil. We need to take off the mask in order to reconnect with one another 
but also with our God. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So how do we do this? Where is it appropriate to share, to take the masks off? Once again, I'm really practical. I want to be really practical with this. Like, do you just share everything on Facebook? You just put it all out there for everyone to see. Is that an appropriate space just to share your, your heart? What about with a stranger? Do you just share everything with a stranger? Just, just let it all out. What about in the church foyer on a Sunday? Maybe. What about over a coffee? Maybe. What about in a small group? What about with another person's partner? What about someone from the opposite sex? It gets tricky, doesn't it? It's not as simple sometimes as just saying, yes, we, wanna, we, we just want to share and, and be open. Sometimes we've got to be wise in scenarios as well. And so I want to just offer some ideas of how to, to take off the mask in a safe way when it comes to one another in church. Firstly, share with somebody who you know is safe. Someone who you know you can trust. Someone that you, you may have known for a while and you can have an open conversation with. Share with someone who is safe. Share in a space that is appropriate. If I was talking to a teenager, and especially a teenage couple who are dating, I would say, in your bedroom at 3 a.m. in the morning is not a safe and appropriate environment to share exactly what you're feeling in that moment. It's not safe and appropriate. Find a place and space that is safe and appropriate. Share a little before sharing a lot. See what it feels like to, to share a little bit, how that's received, how, how that conversation takes place before you share everything. Listen to where God's spirit is leading. Often God will go before you. You'll be full of nerves, especially if it's something that you haven't shared before. And all of the masks that you put up, often God has prepared the other person for it if they're, they're in the faith community. But listen to where God's Spirit is leading. If you have the ability, examine why you need to share. Quite often, if you have a stranger walk up, walks up to you and just shares everything and you're just kind of taken back, like, wow. Um, yeah, I'm Tim, by the way. <laughs> like, wow, and they just share absolutely everything, the, the horror of their, their story and what they're going through. If you have the capacity to examine their need to share quite often, I don't hear the story that they're sharing. What I hear is, I cannot see my identity outside of this event. And what I hear is, I need Jesus' freedom because I am so masked, so bound by this series of events that I won't even let you say anything because I am so afraid of what you might say. I am so guarded. If you have the capacity, examine why you need to share. If you don't have capacity, that's okay, share. But if you're receiving it, hear what they're saying. Be led by the Spirit. Sometimes what they're saying is not what they're saying at all. They're just saying that they need Jesus. I want to encourage everyone to give it a go. Share something. 
Listen to something. When somebody says, how are you going? We're Aussies. Good. The new one is, yeah, I'm good, but oh, I'm busy. Oh. See ya. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the depth of our conversation, isn't it? And you know what it's like when someone says, how are you going? You go, yeah, I'm good. They go, oh, really, how are you going? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's confronting. But imagine what it is if you actually shared what you're going through. How's your relationship with God going? Ooh. Mask might go up. Why? Why? Examine. Why? But ask the question. This year, imagine what it would look like if we would be a church that would be open and honest, based on love, to be able to set one another free because the Spirit of God brings freedom. What would it look like if we could take off the mask of our heart, not only with our brothers and sisters in Christ, but also with our God? The things that that we try and put between us and God. When God says something, we go, oh, I'm going to put a filter between that. I don't know if I want to hear that. I don't know if I agree with that. What if we unmasked our heart and we would be set free by the Spirit? What if we stopped covering our faces and allowed God's radiance to shine through us ever increasingly as we are transformed into His image? Today I want to challenge us to reconnect, to take off the mask of our heart so that we can be set free and we can set others free around us. I'm going to invite the band up and I'm going to pray, but I'm also going to pray because there's an ambulance at our door. Um, And I have no idea uh, what that's there, but we're just going to pray over them um, because we want them to be set free as well, and if possible, physically, as well as whatever's going on out there as the team looks after them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, firstly, we just want to pray for those within our church that aren't well. We know that there are those uh, maybe watching online. Lord, I know there is there's a couple that I spoke to this week that, that don't have the capacity to watch our services online. And because of uh, physical conditions in this current time and space, it's even uncomfortable to sit in the pew. But Lord, they, they watch hymns on TV and they read their Bibles together. Lord, I want to uplift them to you right now. I want to pray for those that are recovering in hospital from surgery. Lord, I pray right in this moment that you would bring a real and true presence of your spirit, the spirit that brings freedom, the spirit that is not to be covered, the spirit that brings the radiance and the glory of God into our lives. Lord, I also want to pray for what's happening outside of our physical building right in this moment. Lord, I thank you so much for the incredible medical system that we have in this country. What a blessing we have. I thank you for those that are navigating what is taking place out there. Lord, I pray that your spirit would be leading. I pray that the, the ambulance officers would see something different in those that are caring in this moment. And I pray for the person who is being taken away. I pray that they know, they would know that not only you go with them, but we go with them as the body of Christ, to love and care and support. I pray for guidance over their care from the medical staff, and I pray a blessing upon them in Jesus' name right now. I pray that as a church, that we this year would reconnect with one another and reconnect with you as we take off the masks that we carry.
in Jesus' name. Amen.